Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by InsideTexas.com publisher, Eric Nalin. Lots of news breaking on the 40 acres on Sunday. Yep. Uh, it's It's been one of those days where we thought going into the, the Alabama game, it might be rough and tumble uh, and wanted the horns to come out injury free. Uh, but I tell you what, it looks like uh, from the sounds of it, uh, Quinn Ewer is going to be out four to six weeks. Uh, we're uh, Hudson Card. I'm going to get an update here from Eric on his situation. And then there's other guys banged up too, like Deshaun Jameson as well. Eric, tell us what you know about uh, Ewers first, and then we'll go straight into Card next. Yeah, well, I think this is uh, the saying, insult to injury was created for things like this. You know, um, you know, they didn't get the win, and then on top of it, they suffered some pretty serious injuries. Um, so, yeah, Ewers, uh, we're here in four to six weeks. Uh, Jerry and I have both heard that. <clears throat> and so that, you know, four weeks sounds the most optimistic. Of course, that would uh, bring him back uh, in time for the OU game. And I think uh, I think Ewers, we know by now, I think he's sort of a plug-and-play guy, even though he's still a uh, – he, he can come in off the bench rather quick and heat things up, I think. Uh, so hopefully he's back in four weeks. Uh, six weeks is a, is a bit of a tougher pull for the, for the program, I think, because the games are going to get a lot tougher in o- October. Uh, hopefully they can get by the next couple weeks. The problem with that, of course, is Hudson Card is, um, you know, I think they're going to, I think they'll call him questionable tomorrow in the press conference. So I'm not going to go, go beyond that. Um, I, I personally would be surprised if he, if he started next week, uh, maybe he could play in an emergency role. He's not going to get a lot of practice in this week. And we, we know that. So this is a huge week of preparation for both Charles Wright and uh, Malik Murphy. So uh, Card, obviously we, we, everyone saw, uh, the injury to uh, Quinn Ewers, talk of college football for a couple hours there because uh, he was lighting up uh, Alabama's secondary in that first quarter, like, I mean, like a pinball machine. Uh, it was uh, quite the sight to see for a Texas uh, fan fandom that has not seen that uh, display in quite a while, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then Card comes in and actually performs functionally. Uh, what didn't light him up that same way, but still finished 16 of 24 for 150 plus. Uh, no turnovers, um, yeah. and but then in the third quarter, it looked like on a sack he got his uh, got stepped on or his ankle twisted or something. Um, and from there, then on the rest of the game, he was clearly hobbled. I mean, I, I just remember, right. I remember that one scramble in particular where he literally mm-hmm. looked like he was going on one leg trying to get yeah. to the first down marker. Um, you're you're hearing that that injury may be more significant, even though he finished that game and, and that he may be questionable. Is that that's basically yeah you know I don't put a whole lot of stock in the fact that he finished the game you know you've got adrenaline going on uh you're in the middle of it you're not going to want to leave your teammates out there it's a whole nother thing when uh Sark has a week to prep uh you know Charles uh Charles or Malik um so I, I I'm not saying he's out I'm clearly not reporting that uh but based on what I know I, I would be surprised if he started uh now I do know for a fact that the injury is not as significant as the one that he's he uh suffered last year versus West Virginia that was a, a very real high ankle sprain uh, but it's, it's going to be tough for him to get in practice reps at all. Um, but maybe they do decide to play him uh, Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, Jeff Trailer's going to have to prepare for three quarterbacks is <laughs> the way I see it. Yeah. So with Card um, and, and then going to, to uh, Charles Wright, who is next in line, we'll talk about mm-hmm. him a little bit. It seems like the, the, the offense might stay fundamentally sane, uh, similar between those two, whereas yours is obviously a more of a downfield threat. Um, but that, those weren't the only injuries uh, inside Texas. Uh, Eric, you guys, re- uh, we're reporting uh, that uh, Deshaun Jameson also expected to, to uh, have an MRI on his ankle today as well, right? He's having an MRI, and I think he is probably also questionable for next week. 
Um, you know, it's a little bit different situation in that they have some depth at cornerback. Jameer Johnson came in and, and uh, played admirably, I thought. Uh, Austin Jordan had got some snaps. And, you know, worst case scenario, they could always move Jade Barron back to corner if they had to and play Gilbo uh, at star. So uh, I, I think that might be more of a precautionary thing where they don't want to rush him back. They want him back for uh, uh, for for conference play. That's if he does sit out. I'm not saying he's sitting out yet. I just know he's getting an MRI today. Uh, and then, you know, in all likelihood, he'll be called questionable tomorrow. But, you know, maybe they'll just rule him out for, for reasons I just said. They, they, they trust the depth. Uh, Jameer Johnson has looked good in back-to-back -back weeks. He's riding these wide receivers' hips. He's not giving them a whole, whole lot of space. They made some plays on him, but he's also been in place uh, pretty much every time that's occurred. So, uh, you know, I, I think they might be a little more cautious with Jameson. He is having a good season. Uh, and I think they really missed him, and even though Jameer played well. There were times where it looked like Texas really needed a big play on defense, and we know there's one thing that, that Jameson's known for is for, for making those big plays. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I, it felt, um, you know, part of Jamison's allure is the ability to, to come down with a difficult catch. He, he stepped right in front of that receiver almost, yep. you know, on the play that he got injured, it could have been a pick six, uh, theoretically, right? Right. Um, and uh, did not come down with it. And uh, to your point, adding insult to injury, uh, losing uh, losing him to that for the rest of that game. Um, let's talk about what's next for Texas uh, here. Uh, we've we've hemmed and hawed around it a little bit. Uh, Quinn Ewers out, Hudson Card questionable. Uh, Charles Wright is the third string quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, Wright uh, from Austin, an Austin native. Uh, uh, I think his dad or grandfather either played at Texas. I, I, well, we're going to get more into that story as it goes. But he was initially committed to Iowa State in the recruiting right. process mm -hmm. and committed to Texas late um, uh, because of those uh, long legacy um, uh, uh, bloodlines, so to speak, to the University of Texas. Uh, what do we know about Charles Wright? Matt, I want our producer to maybe throw up some huddle highlights. Yeah. What, what do you see him as a quarterback for Texas? Well, I liked him as a recruit even before um, even before Texas pursued him. In fact, when uh, Jalen Milrow flipped to to Alabama, I advocated that they should uh, offer offer right. You know, and I thought Mike that was the first guy Mike Yursich uh, went after. This was after he made his offers to a bunch of guys that had already committed elsewhere. Uh, it was going to be too late in the game to jump in for a for a really top notch uh, or highly ranked guy. Uh, so they went after Charles. But I'd always heard really good things about Charles. He camped at a, a couple campuses that, that uh, were the quarterbacks coach that I know that were really high on him. A couple of those guys offered him. He went to Iowa State, which I think Matt Campbell signing off on you is a, is a very po uh, big positive. Uh, so, you know, I like him. I think that he fits in seamlessly on what they want to do with Card. I'm not saying he's a like-for-like -like replacement because he doesn't have that experience. Uh, he doesn't quite have the arm strength. Uh, but you can bring him in and, and run some of the same things that Card did. You can see right here he's, he's a pretty decent athlete. He's got a pretty good release. He doesn't have a strong arm, but, you know, Shane Bouchelle's in the NFL right now. didn't have a very strong arm. Uh, there's ways that you scheme and, and game plan around. Uh, what he can do and protect him from what he can't do. Uh, and I think, I think Sark having a full week uh, and you're probably going to, you know, they're going to come in and probably run a lot of the same things we saw in the Alabama game uh, just with Charles. Cause a lot of those are the throws that he can make at least the ones underneath and short, try to get guys in space and let them do the work. Well, uh, and this leads us into the, uh, the Texas uh, run game. 
uh, B. John Robinson apparently yeah. having his yeah. shoulder looked at as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, any chance uh, we're talking about Charles right here, any chance we see the Rocat with Roshan Johnson a little bit this week? I think there's a good chance of that. I think, uh, you know, they would probably give – I could see them giving him a number of carries. Uh, Jonathan Brooks, is this is a perfect game for him. I think the offensive line is getting ready to hit its stride. Uh, that had to be a confidence-boosting uh, performance for them. Uh, so I think they are going to be able to lean on the run game quite a bit. Now, you know, Jeff Trailer's going to have that, that team amped up, and we'll talk about it a lot more later in the week. But that's going to be a tough game. It was already going to be a tough game for the letdown purposes. But I've already talked to a lot of sources about that, and they're, they're, they're cognizant of what, what typically happens after a, a big emotional loss – uh, the following week. So I think they're going to guard against it. The team leadership is already stepping up and, and mentioning that as a factor that they have to overcome. Uh, so I think that team-wide mindset of them being, of lifting each other up, that's going to, that's going to aid the run game quite a bit. I think, uh, I think you're going to see them come out, play a clean game. We know that we know Stark is going to scheme them to their strengths. Uh, it's just, you know, it just depends on how limited they are in the passing game. Yeah. And, and you've got to wonder, right. Um, exactly what this does to the timing on the receivers, everything they've worked on. Uh, and uh, the practices I went to, right, was always third or fourth team. Yeah. Uh, Malik Murphy even got some some snaps at times between uh, those two. Is there a chance we see the true freshman from uh, Gardena Sarah in this game, this next game? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Um, you know, I, I think maybe if, if Wright struggles, maybe, uh, I think that it would be right ahead of him, um, even though that there was times that, you know, uh, Murphy was ahead of him in, in scrimmage settings and stuff like that. I think that was, I think they were really trying to get uh, Murphy caught up to speed with Wright already having a season of familiarity with with Sark. Uh, I think they already knew it, what they had with him. So uh, I I expect it to be right. I would be surprised if they uh, if they play Murphy, but yeah, you, you know you never know. Um, if if Wright comes in and struggles, uh, then we might see him. But you know Murphy's done a good job to improve his mechanics, uh, but he's still a freshman between the ears. Uh, that's a lot to. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot to process, man. You're not, you know, you're not just trying to process the defense. That's, you know, that's that's secondary. You're, at that point, you're just trying to, to know the playbook. Um, yeah. But he's, you know, he's he's going to be uh, wet behind the ears. Uh, I think we're going to see Murphy. I think we're going to see a heavy dosage of the run game. I think we'll see a lot of uh, short passes, screens, and you know, Jatavian Sanders uh, out in space. Uh, a lot of the same things that we were going to see through four quarters of Quinn. Uh, just we won't probably see that that element of going over the top, although. You know, the deep ball is is often more of a timing thing. It's an accuracy thing. It's an anticipation thing, more so than arm strength. So even though he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world, uh, you can still throw uh, you can still throw it in the whole field. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I feel like um, I, speaking with Eric Nalin, uh, publisher of InsideTexas.com, uh, one month uh, for one dollar right now on InsideTexas.com. Please join us if you yep. haven't already. It's the place to be for Texas football fans each and every day. Uh, Eric is normally with us on Wednesdays for the state of the program, our, our uh, weekly discussion uh, about all things uh, related to the Longhorns. A couple of takeaways from this game, uh, Eric, in your, your opinion. One of them was Texas has – one of them, for me at least, was Texas has more weapons uh, than they did a year ago. Uh, Jatavian Sanders is a weapon. Uh, yep. Adding Jordan Whittington back, wow, what a, what a blessing that is for, for the Texas offense. Then you start throwing some other aspects in there, like both Bijan and Roshan uh, and Quinn Ewers. Man, uh, 
he looked something. He looked like something else. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, if you're a Texas fan, you got to be you got to be kind of you know tearing your hair out because but that that first quarter it looked like a Texas offense that you wanted to that, that, that yeah looked like a dream. I think everybody's in a glass case of emotions today because you know you know what could have been yesterday or even what should have been, um, and then of course adding the, the injuries on top of it. But you know I think the proof is in the pudding that you know if, if Sark has the weapons, he is going to scheme you up even if your name is Nick Saban. Uh, and you know there's not going to be much you can do about it unless you catch some breaks. You know there was a narrow path to victory for uh, uh, for Alabama and they tight roped it like they like they often do. Uh, but Texas is in the in the heading in the right direction. They need to c- continue building out depth. Uh, keep adding some elite pieces, but you know, when Sark has something to work with, you're in trouble. Let me ask you this uh, Alabama clearly went to five wides or an empty set, uh, mm-hmm. to, to the last two drives where they drove it down the length of the field twice. Um, not everybody can do that, like Bryce Young, right? Um, right. and but that did seem like it was the Achilles heel for Texas in that game. Um, it's the only way Alabama consistently moved the ball all day. Uh, that that shows me or tells me Texas absolutely had a beat a beat on their run game mm-hmm. um, and forced them to the air uh, and even then still made some plays in the passing game two sacks. Uh, what do you think overall right now of this defense just two weeks in? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you know, last week I told you that um, we would, you know, have the benefit of hindsight to see if we actually did learn anything in that Louisiana Monroe opener, right? And, um, you know, I think we saw the cohesiveness, the better fundamentals, uh, you know, guys playing with better effort. Um, pursuit was great once again. Gang tackling was a thing of beauty. If there's one guy, there's three more behind him. Um, and so those things that we uh, – they were that, that game was telling us more than what we realized. You know, we kind of suspected at, in real time. Uh, but you have to – you know, you downgrade the the – the game just because of the the competition was low, but they were the same defense this game. <laughs> so, I mean, this is who they're going to be. Uh, and that defense is going to have to continue to play well because uh, points are going to be tougher to come by with, uh, with the injuries that they have. Yeah. And, and UTSA is coming to town with a veteran quarterback. Yep. Um, and so that might be something they, they look at, although Jeff Trailer's not really an empty set kind of guy. Um, no, but they have, three, they have three wide receivers that are good. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough test for you know, given all the factors, it's a tough test. But then just uh, some of the things they can do schematically, and um, you know, it's it's going to be a tough game. And Trailer's going to have them 100 percent ready to go. Uh, but man, the the vibe I'm getting from this team is they, even though you know, there's a, the potential for the letdown, I just don't see it happening. And they they seem so hungry right now, um, and they know they're they they know that they should have won that game, and they. I think they're about to hit their stride. Now, how that plays out on the wins and losses, I don't know, just because those injuries are, you know, could be could be uh, pretty tough to overcome. Uh, but I, if they keep playing like they did uh, on Saturday, they're going to win uh, win way more than their fair share of games because, you know, that that effort is – I mean, that, I hadn't seen anything like that. I, I, I walked out of that stadium in awe of what I saw because it was tough to just be a fan in the stands. Uh, but to have, have all full gear on and max effort every play, is, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so – you and I have talked about this in the preseason as well. Um, you know, the Texas defensive line has a lot of upperclassmen. 
Mora Ojomo, Keandre Coburn, uh, Tavondre Sweat. Yeah. Um, even Alfred Collins is a junior by, by, uh, by class year. Uh, Vernon Broughton, same thing. So they have those upperclassmen. And so if anybody was going to step up this year, you thought it might be the defensive line, right? Right. But I tell you what, and they did against Alabama, no doubt. But I tell you what, it, the offensive line with two freshmen, a sophomore, a junior, and a senior yeah. stepped up too. That was maybe more, the, more surprising to me than even what Texas did on defense was yes. they kind of kept Alabama at bay on the offensive line. Yeah, I went into the game. I, I had mentioned, it, you know, my opinion was that the D-line and the uh, the, the Texas D-line would fare well in this game. Um, you know, watching Bama, they're not the same old offensive line that they have been. You know, certainly they regressed since Flood was there. Um, but the O-line, I think they're ahead of schedule. That, that's what I expected to see by the end of the season. So, you know, Christian Jones is, is putting together a very solid season so far. Um, it, it's He's not, he's not going to be unseated if he keeps playing like that. Uh, and so, you know, you, we're, we're just seeing across the board development. You know, this is, it's going to go back to, uh, you know, Sark making some good hires right out of the gates. You know, these guys are being developed um, and they're improving. You know, fans, I know it's never fast enough for fans, but, but each guy on that line is, is, is better than they were last year. And then, you, you know, you've infused a couple freshmen too, which, you know, Hudson, Hudson to me, even though he's an early enrollee, he's way ahead of schedule. Kevin Banks, you expect him to be great, but you, you would also expect him to have more struggles than just a second start going against the players he did. So that, they're ahead of schedule. Kyle Flood's doing an amazing job. And that, again, that's helping Sark too. Um, you know, Sark, Sark, Sark needs the time to, to, to get those guys in space and, uh, and they're buying, the, buying time. And, you know, that, that offensive line isn't going to be uh, as much as a sore spot as we thought. And uh, certainly they're, they're going to they're have to lean on that O-line in the run game uh, with the quarterback situation. Recapping this a little bit uh, for everybody, uh, uh, Quinn Ewers out four to six weeks, according to reports, uh, hoping uh, to be back in four weeks by OU. Uh, but that's a hope. Uh, Hudson Card, Eric, expects to be labeled as questionable or, you know, we just don't know. Doubtful, I guess, is another word for it um, On for uh, next week after uh, injuring his ankle, it looked like, against uh, Alabama. So Texas could be going to their third-string quarterback, uh, which would right now be Charles Wright, uh, the uh, young man out of Austin High, uh, in who is in, I think, a redshirt sophomore campaign or a redshirt freshman campaign, not sure which. Have to double check on that. Or Malik Murphy, a true freshman uh, from Gardena. Sarah, also, uh, B. John Robinson, uh, people are checking on his shoulder. Deshaun Jamison's getting an MRI, according to Eric. Uh, the uh, young man, cornerback out of Houston Lamar, uh, he went out in the third quarter. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, walking wounded uh, yeah. in Austin right Wright's, now. Wright's a redshirt freshman, just to clarify. Right, Wright's a redshirt freshman. Yeah, 2021 class. Yep. Okay. Great. Um, but you know, the one thing I would say about Wright, um, and, and Hudson Card did a good job of this. Hudson Card moved the offense a little bit. And yeah. He clearly, he clearly, whether it was because he couldn't do it or because he was injured, the the deep ball just wasn't there for him. Yes, against Alabama. Yeah. Charles Wright may not have the great arm like a Card, or, or definitely not like a yours, but maybe even like Card. Uh, but this is the kind of guy that is more of a game manager, right? Mm -hmm. That yeah. you would be asking him to be, as opposed to a game winner, which is more, which put the right on, uh, right arm of uh, Quinn Ewers. Correct. Yeah, he's. You know, I, I think it's again, it's just going to try to dish to guys, dish to his uh, playmakers in space, and let them do the work. You know, they're going to have to carry a, a heavier burden. Um, you know, they're just not going to be as dynamic of an offense, and that's going to make it easier for defenses to scheme them up. Um, 
But you know, if they can line up and run them over, then it's going to make it. It won't matter as much who, who's quarterback. So um, they've got a tough task ahead of them. The, the program is, um, you know, they're turning in the right direction. They're playing hard. They're playing for one another. They they're clearly bought in. Uh, but this next couple, these next couple of weeks are going to be a good test for them uh, because they're, you know, they're all going to have to, they're all going to have to play even better than they have been. Yeah, I mean, you look at the next two games. UTSA is one and one. They played a three overtime game. And they're long. battle tested. They're yeah. battle tested. See, they know how to schedule people. If you play Sam Houston State, that doesn't quite prepare you for the next game. Oh, I knew you would get that in there. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe Jimbo's next at Nebraska. Who knows, right? <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the reality of it is, though, they're one and one. Lost a three overtime game to Houston uh, first week of the season. Beat Army in yep. overtime. Uh, the one thing about that Army game, Army will come at you in the run. Yeah, it's going to. So yeah. Texas is probably going to be run hit. Well, you would think Texas is going to be run heavy, short pass heavy. Uh, UTSA is going to be battle tested in that regard because sure. they've seen it a lot. So keep that in mind. And then Texas Tech a week after that, uh, the Red Raiders beat U of H in a overtime contest uh, this past weekend. Um, but the thing about that too that's interesting: the Red Raiders are already on their second quarterback as well. Uh, they, lost, they lost Tyler Slough at, uh, right out of the gate um, this year. So, uh, But at the same time, that guy had played – that they brought in is a lot like Hudson Card in that they brought him in off the bench a year ago yeah. uh, and still played. So Yeah, and he's a, he's a good athlete. And every time you see it, you have an athletic quarterback, that adds a whole other variable to the, to the defense. You know, they'll have to be prepared for that. They haven't really – you know, Bryce Young can obviously run, but they try to keep him in the pocket. So that, that's going to be a new element. The, the uh, Chandler Rogers in the first week is an okay – uh, athlete, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting test. These next couple of weeks, man, it's going to be, it's going to be probably more drama than we uh, had anticipated a couple of weeks ago. But um, you know, I think the team is is uh, built to overcome it. All right, uh, speaking with Eric Nalin, publisher, InsideTexas.com. Uh, Eric and I do a weekly program called State of the Program, uh, available on Wednesdays. Uh, Eric, uh, thank you for your time. I will also be getting on Brian Irwin, Coach Brian Irwin, two-time state champ uh, of the Lamarck Cougars. He will be on with me tomorrow uh, for lunch with the coach. Uh, and obviously, Steve Sarkeesian uh, has a press conference tomorrow. We expect him to speak more at length on those injuries. Justin Wells, Jerry Hamilton, uh, and others will also be on Inside Texas, uh, giving you guys the very latest on some recruiting developments. Uh, that was a, a great game for recruits to watch. Uh, the guys have already got some really interesting quotes out there uh, from the players there. So for uh, Eric Nalin of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton, and that's been On Texas Football.